What's up, you beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Rebel's Corner, the podcast. I'm your host, Rebel, and I would like to thank each and every one of you for joining me here on today. We are rolling into our very last episode of the season, episode 10 of season one, and you guys have been around with me for 10 straight episodes, one straight season you guys are absolutely amazing for that thank you so much it's been so exciting to actually watch my growth to get dms and messages about you guys's growth and what you guys think about the episodes it's been amazing and i just genuinely want to thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart and today's episode we're going to talk about war on healing And today's episode is very near and dear to my heart because um, probably over the course of the last four years, my healing has been my main priority. And I don't just mean healing in a sense of, you know, relationships or um, friendships that ended badly or anything like that. I genuinely mean like trauma healing trigger healing um things that I kind of allowed into my space healing you know what I mean um and I think that when we step into the space of healing we have to understand that just because we're going through the healing process doesn't mean we're we're healed completely nor does it mean that it goes away because <laughs> I think we kind of cling on to this notion that if we do the work and if we go through the healing and if we um, start to try to understand what our triggers are and what caused the triggers and, and where the trauma is coming from, then those things will no longer haunt us. And that's not that's not really the case. Subconsciously, you're going to those things are always going to be there. Um, triggers are going to happen due to the subconscious uh, traumas still being there. It's about finding an outlet and a way to deal with those triggers. It's about finding a healthy way to understand the trauma. And I don't know about anybody else, but um, blaming myself and thinking that what was going wrong in my life was a punishment has always been my uh, sort of go-to feeling um it it lingered it lingered in a way that I can't describe necessarily in words I do know that journaling was a big help for me um anybody else out there if journaling has been a big help for you then I would definitely love to hear from you but journaling has been one of the greatest ways that I've been able to assess my personal trauma it's been a way for me to be able to assess my processes in this healing journey and it's also been a scary um, way of expressing 
what I'm feeling. And I say scary because you think it, right? But when you put it on paper and you see what your thoughts are or what your feelings are in the moment, it kind of is jarring sometimes. Sometimes it's kind of like a a step back to go, whoa. That is, you know, because you can't, (laughs) you don't really get into the notion of going through your healing until you're really able to see what it is that you're feeling because hearing yourself say it in your mind is one thing but to put it on paper and to see it it's it's like I can't believe I felt like this or I can't believe I've been feeling like this I think that um when it comes to us also looking for people to assist us on our journey in healing where whether it's therapy um whether it's finding a spiritual coach uh whether it's finding a spiritual release of some sort one thing that i've learned uh from a book that i just got through reading uh, by yana van zandt it's called peace from broken pieces and it's an older book if i'm not mistaken that she had written but we don't have to always necessarily understand why we may be going through what we're going through in the moment. It's about healing those deepest wounds of what we were going through in the moment that we were going through it. Because sometimes you don't necessarily get the answer that you're looking for in the moment that you're going through it. You know what I mean? Because you're 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 so clouded and it's it hurts so bad and you're not quite sure how to navigate it. And so it's difficult for us to find ourselves in a space where you can genuinely ask the question why? It's not until after the situation or the trauma has occurred that you can actually genuinely sit with why. Because sometimes the why is to break you away from people, places, and situations. Sometimes the why is to heal another part of yourself as you're kind of trekking through all of this. Sometimes the why is simply not given to you even after the situation is done. Sometimes it can take months. Sometimes it could take years. And that's something I think I'm realizing is that for years, I sat with a lot of trauma and my way of working through my trauma was to just swallow it and keep going. Um, it wasn't necessarily to like talk to family or friends about it or um, express how I was feeling. It was just to keep going. Because I was taught uh, by my grandmother that you didn't have time to wallow in it. You needed to find a solution for it. And because I was raised to be a a logical thinker and not an emotional thinker, um, I tend to not like my emotions (laughs) 
<laughs> when my emotions arise, I tend to fight them because um, I was raised to analyze what I was feeling and compartmentalize it, not feel it, analyze it. So why am I crying? Okay, so now that I know why am I crying, what am I going to do? Because crying isn't going to solve the problem. So I can't cry about it and expect the pro this problem to be solved. I need to stop crying and figure it out. And I unfortunately began to kind of raise my children in the same way until we were all able to kind of have family therapy and I was kind of called out on my bull. <laughs> and that's a, that's that that kind of healing to be called out on it and to like literally have a mirror placed in front of you and be like yo this this that you did to me don't like it didn't like it that was trash <laughs> to have to sit through something like that I think was a different type of healing within itself and it caused me to kind of take a step back because um before my podcast and before any of all, any of this, I um, was a spiritual coach and a um, tarot reader and hoodoo practitioner. Um, I still am those things. I just choose not to do it out in the open anymore. Part of that is um, is for another podcast. Um, <laughs> but I. didn't want to feel like I was being fake if that makes sense while I was going through my healing journey I kind of felt like I did not have the wherewithal or the credentials to tell somebody how they should approach their spiritual journey and their healing journey when I was still in a place of not understanding my own personal journey and the book that I mentioned earlier uh, by Yala Van Zandt Pieces from Broken Pieces um I'm sorry Peace from Broken Pieces um she taught me in that book that the best teacher is your own pain the best way to help anybody else if you're a spiritual coach or if you're a manifestation coach or if you're any of these things the best way to assist the people that come to you for that kind of assistance is to have something to stand on and even if you're currently going through that journey and even if you're currently maneuvering that part of your 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 personal journey it doesn't mean that you're not qualified it doesn't mean that you can't assist it means that now you're learning from an outward experience right because the person that you're trying to assist could be going through a similar situation or the same situation or a situation that you've encountered before and so I had to learn that spiritual coaching or being a spiritualist does not mean that you're perfect and I think that the the hot take on it is that you have to be perfect 
it's the way that sometimes social media or the things and people around us make healing look and we think that if our healing doesn't look like what we're seeing then our healing isn't valid and therefore if it's not valid then we're not really healing and I'm here to tell you that that's not the case at all (laughs) since February I've kind of feel like I've been taking one hit after the next after the next after the next um hence the reason why there was like a month gap where I did not uh make any podcasts because I was in this space where I felt like I felt unmotivated I felt um unhinged I, I felt dark that's the best way I I could kind of try to put it but in those feelings I think I came to realize that my contribution to the world is through what I've been through my whole purpose on this planet is to help others navigate this thing through my own personal experiences because even if we haven't gone through the same thing we might have felt the same way about two completely different situations we might have both been in the dark (laughs) about something we might have all felt unmotivated about something and I've always felt like helping was my purpose on this planet but in helping came healing all of all of the people that I had been able to touch and all the people that I had been able to uh, give advice to and guide them through journal prompts and so on and so forth as a spiritual coach helped me to guide myself I for so long, you know, at, at a certain point during this, this, um, during this darkness over the last few months, I, you know, uh, probably about a year or so ago, I stopped meditating completely. Um, <laughs> I stopped praying completely. I stopped, um, doing in any inner works because I felt so disconnected from myself that tapping in was so difficult and I think I understand now that I'm kind of um on the climb up I think I understand where that darkness and where the disconnection this disconnection disconnection came from the disconnection came from the fact that I didn't feel worthy of meditating I didn't feel worthy of praying I didn't feel worthy of relief because I felt like I was being punished already. And I felt like I was being punished for hell. To be honest, I have no idea. I just felt like my punishment was my disconnection, my punishment to myself, not that somebody else was inflicting on me. 
it was my own personal punishment and it's because for so long in my life um for people that I loved or I thought loved me their punishment from to me was disconnection of any sort uh whether that was like not hugging me not kissing me not you know validating my emotions whatever it was and I started punishing myself in the same way you don't get to get access to spirit because you're in trouble for not following the directions you don't get to get access to yourself your higher self your ancestors you don't get to get that access because you're in trouble and I think we all kind of go through this period where we feel like we have we're being punished or we have to be the be the initiator of the punishment the pun the real punishment comes in because you're not tapping in that's the real punishment the punishment is depriving yourself of your personal connection to spirit that that's that's the punishment it, it's it's like sitting at a at a buffet and never touching anything you're starving you're not touching anything because you feel like you don't deserve to eat sounds insane right you like you paid your money to sit down and you're just not gonna eat it sounds insane, but it's so it's so much more common than I, I think I would have ever thought. Like, I literally thought that I, I was the only person that felt this way. Or I was the only person that went through this. And it's not. I'm not. I probably never will be. Um, but I'm navigating my way back through not punishing myself. For things that I can't control. That's one. And two, I'm, I'm not going to punish myself at all. Because at the end of the day, I'm an infinite being wrapped in flesh. Which produces flaws. Which produces human nature and human activity. So I can't punish myself. I got to keep myself tapped in and the reason why I labeled this episode war um war on healing is because the war isn't necessarily external as it is internal we battle more with ourselves on our healing journey than we ever will with anything on the outside of us because we allow the things on the outside of us to infect the inside of us and then that's where the battle begins. That's where the war takes place. And if we could just be so much more forgiving with ourselves as we are with other people or other things, because we will grant grace to everything and anybody around us <laughs> before we grant ourselves the same grace. It's insane. I know it's insane. But I think it's part of our makeup. So it's a part of our makeup and 
it's also learned habit. So on today, as you listen to this episode and after you listen to this episode, I want you to take some time to grant yourself grace. Really sit with what you're granting yourself grace with and about because you deserve that. No longer shall you sit in punishment of things that need to be healed. I don't, I want you to consider not stumping out your own light. I want you to consider being so much more loving with yourself. It's just a few things to consider because healing is not easy. I don't think it's ever going to get easier. So while we're in this thing, love on yourself. Grant yourself grace. That's, that's all I ask. And all the external noise. Try your best to silence it as much as possible. Um, one of the things that I had to learn to do was um, step away from social media sometimes. Because I am such a sensitive uh, person to certain emotions and things that happen in the world. I used to find myself kind of enthralled in what was occurring. And it got so bad, so much so that I would have panic attacks and kind of wallow and and self-pity. And, you know, it, it would just be this downward spiral. And sometimes stepping away from social media... And stepping away from the ability of comparison can help a lot. Because the things that we see and when we turn off social media and we don't see those things in our life, we tend to compare what somebody else is doing, what they're going through, what they have, what they don't have, or what we don't have and what we want. We tend to do a comparison and when our life, quote unquote, seems disappointing, then there's more on top of other things that we haven't quite healed yet. So on today, take on the first step of battling your war, your personal war on healing. Um, and I think that your subconscious, your spirit and your life would be grateful for it that's one you will be grateful for it and you will you will come to this crossroad and it's a crossroad that I'm currently at myself um this crossroad of love unconditional love for yourself or to continue on this destructive path of negativity. So I want you to kind of take that time. I I would suggest, I want you to consider taking that time today. Okay. All right, you beautiful people. Um, Thank you so much for being here with me on today. You guys, please drop down and let me know what you think of your war on healing or war on healing in general um if you guys are listening to me over on youtube 
please do not forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can be notified each and every time that I drop an episode. And if you are listening to the sweet melodies of my voice over on any of our streaming platforms, that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, please do not forget to give us a follow and leave us a five-star review. That's the goal. But whatever you leave, please make sure that you say it with your chest. All right. So you beautiful people have another amazing, amazing week. And I will see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah.